Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Faith As It Is. And it's me Philips here and I'm joining a really special guest tonight. She's a convert and has one of the coolest Catholic Instagram pages and I'm super excited to be interviewing her. And I'm sure most of you all have heard of her already and it's our dear friend Shivani. And I'll not introduce a lot about her because I want you guys to hear a lot about her from herself. So let's start. Hi Shivani, how are you doing? I hope your week's been good. So we are super excited to hear from you and can't wait to share and listen your testimony. Sure Philips, thank you so much for having me here and letting me have this opportunity to share all the wonderful things that God has been doing in my life. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for this day today. We thank you for bringing me and Philip together to share your love, your goodness with everybody. We ask that you lead us and you guide us so that it may bring glory to you. Whatever we say, Lord, may we bring glory to you. We thank you for this Faith As It Is podcast and we ask that you bless the hosts and the producers and the creators, Athena, Sandra and Philip, for taking this wonderful initiative to bring people closer to you. And we surrender this day. We surrender this recording into your hands as we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. Mother Mary, we pray and we ask for your intercession. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without ending. So Shivani, uh, I'm so happy to have you on our podcast today. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Can you tell us tell the listeners who are new to the show? Okay, thank you Philip. Um so I am from Nagpur, but I grew up in Pune. So I consider myself to be a Punekar. That is where my most of my childhood was spent. and i did not grow up in a catholic household i did not grow up in the faith my dad side of the family is christian they are protestant christians and my mother side of the family are hindus but growing up my mm-hmm. maternal gra- grandmother my mom's mom she mm-hmm. was with me she was the one who took care of me and uh, that's why i would say that you know i grew up mostly in a 
Hindu culture and tradition. I did not grow up knowing the mm. Lord. I did not grow up going to church. Mm. But although I always, my parents always sent me to a convent school. Yeah. So every place I went to, I went to every city we moved. I went to a convent school and I had heard of Jesus here and there. Right during the morning assembly, we would say the Our Father. We would have Bible reading, and um, so I had mm-hmm. some idea, like who Christ was, but uh, never really knew him. And uh, yeah, so that's about my childhood, and a little bit about my background. That's really nice to hear. So you all you had your schooling in a convent school, and that's like you had a little bit of touch with the religious sisters. Well then, how exactly and when exactly did you come to know Christ, as you know today? So was there anything, any important event, or how's that? Yes, and that is quite a long story, but I'll try to be brief so that I don't bore the listeners too much. But also, no, our listeners, our listeners are definitely very sweet listeners, so they are definitely interested to know more about you. So it's fine, I guess. <laughs> Okay, so okay, I will start. You know, like you know, growing up, I was always this um, hopelessly romantic girl. Okay, I still am. <laughs> I still am. Uh, but I, when I was in school, I could not wait to get a boyfriend. I could not wait to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think most people would feel that way during that time. You know, when you become a teenager and. Uh, so that was this longing within me you know and uh, when i went to college so i moved to bangalore in the year 2015 for studying my bachelor's and that's when you know everybody around me was in a relationship or you know something or the other was happening and yeah. i too had this feeling of a longing or other You know, longing to be in a relationship, longing to be seen, mm-hmm. longing to be loved, and I think that is the deepest desire of every human heart. So yeah, I couldn't wait to be in a relationship, and that's exactly what I did when I got into college. The first guy who ever showed interest in me, I just went for it without thinking, without knowing anything, and. I was so attached in that relationship mm-hmm. that um, when it ended, and it ended quite soon, mm-hmm. I was so broken. I was so heartbroken, mm-hmm. um, hurt. I felt rejected, mm-hmm. and it was during that time that my friends invited me to go. to a prayer group meeting mm-hmm. so this prayer group is based in bangalore and they just asked me whether i wanted to join them and i said okay well why not they told me there will be a little bit of singing and some uh, maybe a talk so i agreed and i went uh and i still remember my first day there i will never ever forget 
what I experienced there. I remember we were in praise and worship and there was this there was so much heaviness in my heart. Mm-hmm. You see because it's not just that I lost the relationship. Yeah. You see you understand that ever since childhood I used to wait to be in a relationship, wait for this. Yeah, yeah. So I had sort of um built my identity around that relationship. Mm-hmm. So when that relationship ended, I felt that my world was just fallen apart. Yeah. I felt so broken, I felt so rejected. I think that feeling of rejection is something so hard to deal with. You know, when you feel that your self-worth is no more, your self-esteem, self-confidence, you feel that you're so unlovable. In that moment you feel you're so unlovable that this person could not even be with you. So I was going through all of that all of those emotions and when i went into that prayer meeting that thursday i just broke down <laughs> i was i actually could not control my tears mm-hmm. and i knew that there was a presence of something there and it was very powerful now i know it was the holy spirit who was just overshadowing me you know and so that happened and i remember the next thursday was adoration and i went for that too mm. not knowing not knowing what the sacrament is not knowing what the eucharist is mm-hmm. but i went there and i remember still clearly me kneeling down and you know just breaking down and i felt jesus caressing my forehead caressing my head and just comforting me yeah i can i can pictureize that that's so beautiful yes i mean he was so gentle with me you know and to this day i think i was living such a sinful life i mean we are still sinners i'm still a sinner but at that moment i did not even know that what i was doing was bad what I, what i was doing was a sin but Christ never condemned me. He never condemned me. He in fact he invited me with his arms wide open and he loved me. In those moments where I felt unlovable, he loved me. And I always think that you know there's no emotion, there's nothing that Christ doesn't know because he himself went through so much. And I could sense that you know he suffered with me. he suffered along with me he felt rejection too by his by his own disciple so i mean the love of god that i experienced and that i came to know of you know it is not just a feeling based thing it was more of a reason it's it was more in the will that i realized that you know god is love and i am loved and uh, there is a purpose for me there's a destiny for me there is you know a god who has good plans for me so that happened and it was not like an overnight change mm-hmm. it took many months i kept going for the prayer group meeting mm-hmm. and mostly it was in those quiet moments that i spent with god so funny thing is 
at that time i was staying in a convent hostel it was a private hostel and we had a chapel there a very beautiful chapel just under my room so floor down below and can you believe it that i never entered that chapel for 2 years that i lived there i never entered the chapel and you were right and your and your room was right above that yes i used to pass that chapel every day <laughs> and uh, but god has his own timing and his own ways so after the prayer group meeting i used to spend my every morning in that chapel i used to go sometimes even before the sisters went and i used to spend those quiet moments with god and that was when my healing process that was when me getting to know christ um you know took place and i understood that i could also have a relationship with god you know that was not something i knew most hmm. of us see god as some tyrant yeah, you know some some distant uh, being yes somebody who wants to control us and who will punish us yeah, for what yeah. we do but that's not the case at all that's not who god is so in those quiet moments i spent in that chapel i just got to know more and more of who god was and then i just knew that i had to get baptized so i told my father first i remember messaging him mm-hmm. late at night <laughs> and uh, i shared with him all my experiences and what was his first reaction when you told that you wanted to get baptized he so with that i had sent like a short short essay <laughs> not an essay just something i had written yeah, yeah, about yeah. my experience yeah. and he said wow i had to read that twice wow that and i i cannot believe that it came from you so then he told me to go ahead with it uh, to make all the arrangements and that they would fly down to bangalore uh for the baptism that's really beautiful and and what was your mom's reaction she too was happy she too was happy because um yeah i mean that's a whole different story so you know there was no yeah but there was i'll just say that there was no um a, like my mom was not against me going to church or anything like that even growing up it's just that it never happened my father was living in another city and we were living in another city and somehow it just never happened and she was always mm. happy if i would go to a church i even told her before moving to bangalore she told me that you know there are churches there if you want you could go there and uh, because growing up i would always ask her mama why don't we go to church like you know all christian families go to church so there was no nobody was against it it's just um never happened for many other reasons yeah yeah you get it i get it so that's how then i spoke to my warden actually a uh, sister and i told her and she was the one who made all the arrangements uh she spoke to the parish priest and yeah it finally happened uh on 18th november i 2017 i was baptized and welcomed into family of my church it was such a beautiful journey that you had it was such a beautiful encounter and i could you know feel how one experiences pain when one is like broken in any relationship no god has his own way to bring him to you but i'm glad 
and then uh, since you accepted christ since you were baptized how has your life changed and how has it grown over the years <laughs> there's so much to share just with that but my life needless to say has changed completely from the way i see myself so once my identity was rooted in christ once i knew that i am a daughter of god you know everything changed and i wanted to change the way i even uh, behaved change the way i spoke change the way i i dress maybe leave some habits maybe leave out some lifestyle decisions you know so all that change was happening in my life but also you know over the years i realized that god has just opened and deepened my faith each and every year so whether it was you know getting to know my catholic faith more deeply knowing what apologetics is knowing why we believe what we believe and uh, that has been truly truly a blessing for me and i would encourage everybody to make that effort to know your faith and but even apart from that you know it's just like it has my life has just transcended you know and i find myself finding god in a lot many other things like um morality right in even in sexuality and um even um in art in literature in poetry so i would say that i am you know that quote which says the glory of god is man fully alive and i completely agree with that um because i find myself to be fully alive living within the precepts of the church living within the laws uh, of god and many people think that you know oh god is like bounding us why is he so many laws and why why is there an objective standard and um they see it as something that is repressing our freedom right but that's that's not the case at all and i find myself to be more joyful and and more lively uh, when i live within um god's commandments or and what are commandments it's i see it as god's love for us because he's the one who created us he knows what makes us happy and uh, yes so i mean there's so much we could go on about that but everything has changed everything and uh, are you happy with your faith or are there still questions about the faith that linger in your mind and if yes how do you go about them i am like i said completely joyful and happy in my faith mm-hmm. right now i do not have any doubts but you know i feel even if doubts do come up i trust the authority of the church and yeah to doubt is to be human right after all yes yes and you know many of my christian friends reached out to me and they mm-hmm. said that they're so surprised that you know me growing up in a non christian background and 
they see my faith and they're so surprised and they said they're going through so many doubts and i told them that asking questions is good you know god also wants to listen to your doubts you know if you doubt his presence if you doubt his goodness you should communicate that to him you know and he in his mercy in his uh, generosity will give you the answers so i trust the authority of the church i know that the church will lead me towards christ himself even though some teachings might be hard actually it is not hard for me because i see i see sheer goodness in everything mm-hmm. i see i see god's goodness in everything and mm-hmm. i understand why why we stand for things that we do and yeah it's just uh, the true the good and the beautiful you know and that is what makes us truly joyful in life and what's the one thing that you would say to someone who's considering to convert or revert back to the catholic faith any uh, things that you'd like to tell them oh firstly i would just give them a tight hug and say <laughs> uh you know welcome home there's just i mean they're in for a wonderful adventure exactly uh like saying yes to christ was you know just the beginning of this great adventure that god is leading me on yeah. and leads everybody on so i am it's just like mother mary telling angel gabriel that yes that yes that changed the entire thing yes yeah and shivani one final question for you mm-hmm. is that uh, in your instagram bio i mean most of you most of the people have asked you the question and i am repeating that because our listeners are a separate new sweet audience so i want you to tell them why have you put in your bio passionately catholic and why are you extremely active for the pro life cause and how did this happen and were you always this way even before getting to know christ or has knowing christ changed your view on this no i was definitely not this way before and um, you know i was that person who never had an opinion on anything mm-hmm. i never had a stance on anything and um, that led to me being swayed away by the culture Mm-hmm. and i think that's what happens with most people mm-hmm. but um as i grew in my relationship with god and i came to know you know god also reveals to man the objective truths mm-hmm. of life mm-hmm. and you you know fulton j sheen would say that uh, just as an echo is not the original sound right so the echo is just a reverberation of the original sound So similarly the laws of physics chemistry biology are just a reflection mm-hmm. of the divine law and that made me think like in a similar way a man also has to live within the law you know and when i got to know of the objective truth and I actually for pro life I was reading a book by Trent Horn called Why We Are Catholic mm-hmm. and in that book there was this whole um, chapter on pro life now I had not thought so much about abortion or you know before I never even knew that the church had anything to say about that and 
when i read trenton i it was the first time i was intellectually challenged okay mm-hmm. so it's not just about my feelings it's not just about how i feel but what is intellectually and or i i would say reason right i could reason out with it and you know one of the fundamental teachings or what the fundamental belief is the dignity of the human person mm-hmm. and when i realized that and then i saw what was happening around the world in terms of say abortion that really like made me so mad it made me really angry and i thought that if i would just go and tell people the truth they would they would be convinced but that's far mm. from the case yeah people are not convinced people are they do not understand and you know i feel like once you lose a sense of god even john paul ii would say pope john paul ii would say that when man loses a sense of god he loses a sense of himself because we are made in the image in, and likeness image of god like, exactly yeah so all these evils that we see in the world i feel is because due to the loss of religion due to the loss of a belief in god or in 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 an objective truth or objective morality and when i realized that i was strong i i it's a very heartbreaking issue and it's not easy to talk about abortion is not an easy topic to talk about and people may think that we are so fearless or you know but that's not the case i am so fearful inside uh, sometimes you know and but that heartbreak that i go mm. through when i see or when i think about the child which was made in the image and likeness of god which was whose soul was infused by god himself you know the uh, that heartbreak just wouldn't let me keep quiet and that's when i started speaking out about uh, pro life about against abortion and uh, i would encourage each and every person to do the same because we have to be the voice of the voiceless, the voiceless. yeah and we will be the army that defends the unborn and this is so beautiful shivani thank you thank you for sharing this and one question that is totally out of the box what do you have to say about bishop baron <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love bishop baron i i love his ministry i recently actually joined word on fire institute for those of you who don't know they have a word on fire institute where you can become a member and it's just a community of you know people who are trying to evangelize the culture so you need to be equipped well to evangelize the culture and um they have different courses within the institute and i found my place like i found it to be so suitable for me as a person mm. Mm. and it has really helped me to see the true good and the beautiful and to preach the true good and the beautiful so i it's a blessing it's a huge blessing for me um and i'm so grateful 
for him and for his ministry yeah and one thing that i like about bishop baron the most is the way he deals with uh, people from various walks of life mm. so i mean the discussions they have and the the debates they have yes. so it 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 convinces and in that itself uh, he has a subtle lot of evangelization in his own style and mm-hmm. even his uh, critics would really appreciate him and that is what i have never seen from mm. a lot of people i think he has that um, um mm-hmm. he knows how to reach the young mind you know if um, and it's through the culture it's through music or it's through art or it's through poetry or it's through literature you know and he would say that you know to what firstly he tells never to water down the faith mm-hmm. right but but also that i think he meets the young minds where they are exactly he meets the young minds where they are at and you know young people are hungry for this even though they may not realize it and like i said in the beginning the human heart desires yeah longs to be loved desires yes and that can only be fulfilled in god alone and uh, even you know in my experience uh once or you know when that longing to be in a relationship that's not a bad thing at all actually um marriage is a sacrament for a reason it's holy and god wants us if you're called for the vocation of marriage then you know it's it's such a beautiful thing but truly you know that deepest longing can only be fulfilled by god alone mm. Yeah, well, Shivani. Now, and uh, I'm sorry to increase the final questions one after the other, but this I promise to be the final question. And can you tell us who are your saint friends, or do you have a friend or a group of friends? Or how is that? <laughs> yes, of course, I have besties in heaven, and um, uh, one of them is mm-hmm. uh, Saint Pope John Paul II. obviously like he's just amazing he's like everybody's favorite and he's mine too he's my best friend mm-hmm. and um, i'm also close to saint padre pio and saint francis of assisi and also venerable fulton sheen he's not a saint yet but i've been reading watching him and he's just extraordinary and Yeah so and uh, also Mother Teresa Mhm Mother Teresa Yeah So yes all these five saints are like highly intellectual saints and I guess they are helping you to cope up with your intellectual challenges right Yes yes definitely and uh, this was one of the you know changes that happened in my life I never thought of myself to be Uh, intellectually inclined but i find myself now more and more interested into philosophy into uh, you know theology and all these uh, wonderful things i want to dive into hopefully you know i mean hopefully study that in depth in the future that's that's really amazing shivani because uh, you know philosophy and theology they are so profound and and sadly many people are not aware of it 
and thank you for joining us and uh, sharing about your life and your testimony it was delightful to listen to you you have inspired so many of us and i'm sure our dearest listeners uh, would love to uh, watch your testimony the next time because this is an audio podcast uh, hopefully we'll have you as a first guest probably when we switch over to the videos oh, we hope and pray that it happens soon and yeah that's it shivani will conclude it with a hail mary we'll thank our mother hail mary full of grace the lord is with you blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen Well thank you everyone for tuning in and listening from the podcast or if you're watching it from YouTube thank you thank you for joining in and this is our dearest friend Shivani and hope you all uh listen to the entire testimony and it was definitely a beautiful journey spent beautiful time spent with her this 40 minutes of this episode uh so before if it is not too much to ask can i ask you guys to subscribe to our youtube channel and hit the bell icon there so that you know the future videos you'll get the notifications and also if you could drop a comment uh that would help boost the engagement for this video so that this testimony would reach many people and hoping that you do that uh signing off philips and our guest shivani bye bye Thank you.